0: The propcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100 and get $100 at slash winbet That's slash wynnbet State restrictions apply. The down he missed the catch and he gets in for the touchdown. Welcome everyone deep down. to the podcast part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Friday, February 24th, currently 1210 on the East Coast here to discuss our NBA player props for the Friday night action in the association and joining me here to break down the player props. You guys know him as a voice on the college experience, both the college football and college basketball. And of course on the NFL gambling podcast and here on the prop cast is my main man, Ryan McIntyre, Ryan, what's going on, my man. It's been a minute.
1: Yeah, I was about to say, man off what's going on. It has been a minute. I've been, uh, head down folks on college basketball. So good to take a little break here, dive into do into the association for a night and give out some props. Uh, man, it, a lot's happened since we last, uh, did the prop cast.
0: A lot has happened. I know we haven't <laughs> done an, uh, a prop cast, um, Overall, since the Super Bowl, uh, you know, we took some time off. I I was on vacation and you were, you know, knee deep into college basketball. It's even going to get more busier now with conference tournaments starting and and March Madness literally right around the corner as well. So, yeah, I mean, look, we got past the trade deadline. We got past the um, all-star weekend. uh, And now we're into the final stretch of the NBA season here. But uh, I'm not sure if we, I don't think Yeah, we didn't get a chance to discuss some of the trades that happened. Obviously, the big ones were the Kyrie Irving and the Kevin Durant uh, deals. Kyrie headed to Dallas to be with Luka for the time being, and then Kevin Durant uh, headed to Phoenix, where he was kind of rumored to go, Ryan, before uh, the season when he would made that trade rec- requests initially to be traded down to uh, phoenix with uh, chris paul and devin booker but now that comes into fruition here at the trade deadline uh kind of forming a or not kind of but forming a new big three in the uh nba in the western conference with himself devin booker and chris paul but were well did you have any reactions at least for those two trades that did go down for the brooklyn nets uh, star players
1: yeah, I, I, I did not see Brooklyn tanking the, the way they did at the deadline because they were in the mix, but it kind of speaks to how dysfunctional that organization has been over the last couple years and what Kyrie Irving can do to that franchise or to a franchise. Obviously yeah. a great talent, but he is a distraction um, over and over again, and it's going to be interesting to see him and Luca. Um, how they mesh going forward, going to the plus because both are so ball dominant and need the ball to uh, get things done. So kind of like Harden and um, Russell Westbrook when they played mm-hmm. together. So I, yeah. I know this is different. So and then Kevin Durant. I mean, you don't see a player like Kevin Durant of his stature get traded at the trade deadline. So I thought that was shocking.
0: Yeah, it really was. I, I felt like as soon I, I felt like when Ke- Kyrie Irving made the trade request. It was on, I believe, the Friday, the week before the trade deadline. That next Thursday, I, in my gut, I just kind of knew that Kevin Durant would probably be on the move too. But because, like you mentioned there, that they were doing really well. Were the Brooklyn Nets, yeah. um, f- yeah. as far as winning games and putting themselves in playoff contention? I think they were on sale. So They're a top four, top five seed in that Eastern Conference. And lo and behold, I think you know whatever happened between Kyrie Irving and the front office, it just didn't work out. Kyrie makes a trade request. They end up trading him to Dallas. And then, um, you know, after that, the Dominicado fell with Kevin Durant headed to uh, Phoenix as well. But, uh, I mean, hopefully it works out for both both guys. I think Kyrie would probably be more on a rental basis um, for the Dallas Mavericks than, you know, Kevin Durant long-term in Arizona with the Phoenix Suns. But, um, yeah, that was kind of shocking. So, you're right. We don't really see a top – say top three top five player no doubt get traded at the trade deadline it just doesn't happen it's usually how it happens in the offseason
1: yeah it's been rumored a couple times i mean i think back way back in the day with the kobe and Shaq kind of rumors and it never happened it happens in the offseason and i was uh thinking about it we've also never seen it happen we've also never seen a superstar get traded where it kind of they go to a new team and they win the NBA championship that year. And for the Suns, that's the expectation now. Cause you were the one seed last year. You had our, the best score in college basketball or sorry, college. So you can tell I've been doing so <laughs> much college basketball, the best score in the NBA right now. And Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. um, the expectation is to win it all.
0: Yeah, it really is. And again, we talked a lot about it, especially on the NBA pod as well, is that Phoenix needed to go out, and go get another score, not at the caliber of a Kevin Durant, <laughs> but but a guy that could come off the bench. It was like a we talked about like a Terrence Ross type or Eric, Eric Gordon type of player. And we we me and Scott had, you know, pushed this narrative for the past two seasons for the Phoenix Suns, but I guess they waited for the right time. And now you can say you have a big three, even a possibly a big four with DeAndre Aiden there as well. And that I think that kind of rejuvenates Deandre Ayton because I'm not sure he wanted to be there when they when he signed that contract uh with the Phoenix Suns in the offseason obviously the Pacers offered him an offer sheet as a restricted free agent and then the Phoenix Suns matched it so you know I think now when you add a player like Kevin Durant, you have one goal in mind, like you mentioned, it is to win the NBA title. I think they're 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 in gonna they're gonna they're in great shape now. When you have two scores like Devin Booker and Kevin Durant, and a Hall of Fame point guard like Chris Paul, you know now now it's just go about about winning titles for this Phoenix Suns team.
1: No doubt, it, you know it'll it'll be nice to see if the Suns can get back to the NBA Finals because that was an electric home home court just a couple of years ago when they matched yeah. up with the Milwaukee Bucks. We may we may see that finals rematch from a couple of years ago.
0: I agree one hundred percent. I mean, I, the thankfully the Giannis injury isn't as serious as it, it could have been for him. I think. I, I'm more than I'm pretty sure that he won't be playing here tonight on Friday night, but maybe missed a couple of more games, maybe another week or so. But other than that, I think that he should be back on the floor because they did get good news about the wrist injury that he did suffer on the on the last night of the first half of the regular season before the all-star break. So um yeah, I mean, look, we're we're in the final stretch here, Ryan. We got about twenty three to about twenty five games left per team. Before we know it, the NBA playoffs will be here as well. Um, anything else that kind of caught your eye over the last couple of weeks here in the association?
1: Boston Celtics continue to roll. Joe Mazzulla doing an unbelievable job. Congrats to him. Obviously, I've known him since our time at West Virginia. Glad that he finally is officially the 19th coach in uh, Boston Celtics history. And I, yeah. I liked him getting on the floor last night for a loose ball. Reminded me of the olden days when playing for hugs.
0: <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, I actually did pick up a ticket on the Joe Mazzula. I mean, it wasn't at the greatest odds, but I mean, I still think that if Boston does end up as a number one seed, just the whole narrative that you and I did talk yep. about with, you know, Amy Udoka um being let go by the Boston Celtics organization after what transpired and and Joe Mazzula just coming in and taking over as a head coach for this team and guiding this Boston Celtics team to the number one seed. I think that it's going to be really, really uh, interesting to watch as we kind of wind down the season here. Um, Ryan, before we get into our player props here for tonight, let me tell our listeners about our presenting sponsor and, they were, and where they can get down on these player props. Well, that's going to be over at WinBed. WinBed is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are a ton of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, a.k.a. WinBets, build your own bet. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. And if you're ready to play, sign up today to receive a special offer, bet 100 and get 100. Limited state availability, and of course, if you hit the biggest long-shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit courtesy of WinBet. There's just so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know that we sent you. That sports slash W Y N N B E T offers up to change terms and conditions at winbed.com must be 21 years or older and present in a state where play through wind is available. If you or somebody, you know, has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. And also the SGP and merch store continues to add new items to the store every single day. Head over to the store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com com to get your favorite shirts hats sweats and hoodies uh, my personal favorite items are you know the NBA gambling podcast uh, the t-shirts they have the the t-shirts for specific teams um, with, with like the nicknames so those are really cool uh the hats the coffee mugs all that good stuff uh, so make sure to check it out at our uh, merch store that's again store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. dot for all the newest items that are added every single day, may have to talk to the bosses about getting us a uh, a, a discount code there, Ryan. So hopefully we can uh, sell some more merch. No doubt. <laughs> all right, my man. Let's get into our player props here for the Friday night action. Uh, we'll give you three player props each, and then we'll wrap it up with a best bet. So four in total. Ryan, why don't you lead us off, my man? What's your first player prop for tonight?
1: Uh, I'm going to go to Phoenix, the desert, and kind of a team we touch on. It seems like they got some new life there. I know Kevin Durant has not played, but I think Chris Paul, uh, that move kind of gave him a little bit of life here. I'm seeing his points and assists currently. Um, is over 24-and-a-half. I'm going to take the over. Sorry, it's sitting at 24-and-a-half, and and I'm going to take the over. Um, I mean, you look at what he's done in the assist call in the last two games, uh, 30 assists since uh, the news of Kevin Durant, so averaging 15 assists a game. He only had five points the other night, so I expect um, a little bit of a bounce back coming off that Clippers loss shooting the basketball. So over 24-and-a-half points and assists for CP3.
0: Yeah, look, he's been uh, really racking up the assists prior to the All Star break. You know, before the the season, um, the first half of the season concluded, uh, he was averaging eleven point eight assists per game uh, in those five games before the uh, All Star break, and you just take a look at the numbers that you mentioned against the Clippers, right? He didn't have a great shooting night, but he's really consistent, especially from that mid range where he can knock down those shots as well. And the assists are always going to be there for a guy like CP three. I mean, there's no really need for us to even mention that. So hopefully he's able to provide some scoring power here tonight for the uh, Phoenix Suns. I know Devin Booker uh, is back as well. Uh, DeAndre Aiden's healthy as well. They should be getting uh, Kevin Durant back next week uh, for the, uh, Phoenix Suns, but I think yeah, this is a good spot for uh, the Phoenix Suns to start uh, the second half of the campaign here with the W. Again, I think they're sitting in that number five spot right now in the Western Conference uh, to climb the leaderboard here uh, and pick up some wins and, and improve their seating. So, yeah, it's got to start with CP3, my man. No doubt. All right, let's get over to my first player prop. I'm going to go to the game between the Chicago Bulls and the Brooklyn Nets. I'm going to go with Nikola Vucevic. Over 12.5 rebounds here tonight uh, against the Brooklyn Nets and Kind of take a look at the matchups this season between these two squads and uh, Nikola Vucevic has really owned the glass against the Chicago Bulls. Sorry, against this Brooklyn Nets team. I know it's a new look roster, but in the last three matchups, uh, he's had 15 rebounds, 13 rebounds, and 17 rebounds and two matchups. this se- Sorry, this is going to be the fourth and final matchup this season. And again, those last three games have all been this season at 15, 13, and 17. But I think that all, One thing that also stood out to me is that the Brooklyn Nets to that center position this season are allowing 13.1 rebounds per contest um, over the last two weeks. But overall on the season, the Brooklyn Nets are allowing, let's see here, 15 rebounds per contest to that center position. So I think the domination should continue here tonight for Nikola Vucevic on the board. So my first player prop here, Ryan, I'm going with over 12 and a half rebounds.
1: I like that angle because you touch on it. He's dominated the Brooklyn Nets on the glass, and they're even thinner from what he played them the previous two times. So, yeah, I like that angle for him to have. Would you say the over/under uh, was for the rebounds? Twelve and a half. Twelve and a half. Yeah, I think I think he could very well have a fifteen-plus uh, rebound night. hundred yep, um,
0: percent. All right, let's get up to your next player, problem man. What do you got?
1: Uh, You know, you you got me inspired on these uh, rebounding uh, props, so I'm going to give out a rebounding prop. I usually don't do it. I I, I usually let you do that. I'm going to go Julius Randle against the Washington Wizards over 10.5 rebounds. (laughs) I'm looking at what he's done against the Wizards in the last three meetings, 17, 16, 15, simple math. He's averaging 16 rebounds a game in the last uh, three games against the Wizards. He's a rebounding machine. So I will go Randall over 10 and a half rebounds.
0: Yeah. I had this one as, uh, as well. And I actually laddered this up, Ryan. Um, Let me take a look at what I actually got these odds at. So I did take obviously the over 10 and a half. And I think the one thing that we may need to look out for here tonight, that Mitchell Robinson is going to be, or not is officially back tonight, but he is upgraded to questionable. But again, he may be on a minutes restriction here tonight. Maybe, uh, uh, sorry, uh, Mitchell Robinson who may take away some rebounds from Julius Randle, but we'll see. But nonetheless, look, you mentioned the numbers against uh, the Wizards this over his last three career games for Julius Randle. Uh, he's averaging 16 rebounds in those contests, and I think another, it's going to be another night here tonight where he's going to have... Uh, upwards of 16 rebounds, I think, in this game as well. And if you want to ladder this up, I think this is a great ladder play for Julius Randle. So 13, uh, or more rebounds is at plus 255, and then 15 or more rebounds here tonight for Julius Randle is at plus 600. So I think this is a good ladder ladder opportunity for Julius Randle. Uh, so I'm in agreement with you, uh, about Julius Randle here tonight. I thought this number would be more at 11 and a half or even possibly 12 and a half because just because of what he's done, Ryan, against this Wizards team
1: yeah he's he's had their number i mean to average 16 rebounds a game and you could even go further in the sample size he's had an 18 13 and 16 games so yeah i think it's a safe bet for him to uh have his way tonight
0: yeah i think yeah i think we're also getting a a discount on it as well just because over his last five games he hasn't been rebounding as well as he was previously but For the last five games before the All-Star break, he did have double-digit rebounds, 11-10. He did have a game where he only had six against the Jazz, but then 10 against the Sixers, and then 14 against the Magic. But again, like we mentioned, this season against the uh, Wizards in two games, he's averaging 15.5, where he's had uh, 15 and 16. So uh, hopefully it's another big night for uh, Julius Randle on the boards here tonight for the New York Knicks. Um, All right, Ryan, so we agree on that one. Take us over to your third-player prop. What do you got?
1: Uh, It's going to be a fade on your Houston Rockets here, and it's kind of been a common theme on the prop cast. We like to fade the Rockets defensively. Jordan Poole the other night struggled shooting the basketball. He finished the game 3 of 13. Game before that, he's 10 of 20. I like him to go over 26.5 points tonight. I think he's uh, the Rockets don't have anybody to guard him, and I like taking these guys that are good Good players, good shooters, coming off a bad performance or a night where they struggle to shoot the basketball, and then they're going to draw one of those teams at the bottom half or bottom tier of the league in, in defensive efficiency. The Houston Rockets of the world, um the who else? Uh, the Spurs the is like Spurs, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Spurs uh, even the Blazers. So yeah, so another bounce back spot angle for me with uh, Jordan Poole.
0: Yeah, I agree, man. If mean, you kind of take a look at his, his uh, game log here. Whenever he has a bad night, he usually bounces back the next night uh, and has a good uh, performance. But I know last night against the Lakers, uh, like you mentioned, he was only three of 13, two of seven from three point land. But now you're going up against. The Rockets who in particular Ryan that they just have overall they're not a good defense we know that just because of what their record is at but especially at that point guard position this team has not been very good Um, they're giving up right at 26 points per game to that point guard position they're also allowing the three point shots and they're letting teams or at least opposing point guards uh, to shoot at an efficient number so yeah no argument for me here especially after the Warriors took a loss last night against the Lakers Uh, they should bounce back here tonight against the uh, against the Houston Rockets, in particular, Jordan Poole. Um, all right, for my next player prop, I'm going to go over to that game between the Atlanta Hawks and the – who are they playing tonight? Should I should have wrote that down. Atlanta Hawks and the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's what yep. it was. Cavs. Um, another news that came out, the Atlanta Hawks fired their head coach, uh, Nate McMillan, I think it was a few days ago. Um, I think we kind of saw this coming just because of everything that we heard coming out of the Atlanta – you know, front office or, you know, just the disconnect. That was between either the front office head coach and the players where the case might be. But uh, I'm going to go with Trey young here tonight, over 24 and a half points here tonight. And I think this is just an opportunity for Trey young to come out and just, just play well. Number one, he wasn't part of the all-star game or our all-star weekend at all. That might be something that might be a chip on his shoulder um, for him to just come out and and play well here tonight, and and I, the guys were talking about this on the NBA pod today about the firing of uh, Nate McMillan, how Trey Young has responded uh, when a coach has been fired. So their last coach was Lloyd Pierce back in 2021. And I think it was the day of when Lloyd Pierce got fired in that game against the Boston Celtics that night. Uh, Trey Young went off for 31 points. And then the following night, um, after the firing of Lloyd Pierce, he went off for 39 points against the Chicago Bulls. So I feel like this number is a little conservative here for Trey Young at 24 and a half. Definitely shop around for this because I'm seeing a um, different type of VIG. On that number, I did see a minus 120 where I did uh, scoop that up. But, you know, before the uh, all-star break, he had games of 36 points, 24 points, 25 points. Uh, But against the Cavaliers in particular, uh, Ryan, he's been fairly good against them. Uh, matchup earlier this season, he had 25, but prior to that, 30 points, 41 points, 35 points. So it's not like he hasn't gotten it done against this uh, Cleveland Cavaliers team who are on a back to back here tonight. Um, so I think Trey Young comes out and plays well here tonight in the first game after the All Star break. So Trey Young over 24 and a half points here tonight, uh, Ryan.
1: Yeah, I was just had it pulled up his success against these Cavs. He averages 27 for his career, and he's gone over that mark uh, 24 and a half the last four games. And it, that doesn't even include the playing game last year, where they match up with the Cleveland Cavaliers and eliminated them. Where Trey Young went for 38 points on 13 of 25 from the field and uh, five made three. So yeah, I, I really like this play as well. Expect another big night from Trey Young, especially with the coaching change, bounce back opportunity as well.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that you know now is probably the time for the Atlanta Hawks to start playing well. Again, I talked about there. there's some just friction between whether it's Trey Young and Nate McMillan uh, yeah. or, you know, where the case might be and stuff. That's maybe, you know, players that don't want to play with Trey Young whatever the case might be. But I just think that tonight he'll come out and play well uh, for this Atlanta Hawks team. Uh, Ryan, all right. Before we get into best bets here to, uh, for our uh, player props here tonight, let me tell everyone about underdog fantasy um underdog is your home for offseason nfl best ball drafts that but they also got you covered for a ton of other daily games including nba nhl and the pga underdog fantasy is a great way to get down on your favorite player props like we're talking about here on this episode and if they're not uh, and if they're not available in your state Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $100. All right, Ryan, let's keep it rolling here, my man. Let's get into our best bets. To close out the episode here, I will I will let you lead it off, my man. What do you got for your best bet?
1: I feel like a broken record, but I'm going back to uh, the Warriors game, and I'm going to the other back court mate here, and I'm going with Clay Thompson. And I'm seeing his three point makes uh, for tonight set at four and a half. I'm going to take the over because last time they played the Rockets, he went ten of thirteen from downtown. He has another game where he went five of ten, six of nine. Uh, uh, sprinkled throughout his career against these Rockets seems to always play well against the Rockets Had 41 points in their earlier meeting this year and no Steph Curry, more volume of shots and looking at what Thompson's done at, As well, in the last couple games, he's got a four for eleven, four for seven, four for thirteen, and he also had a twelve for sixteen and seven for nineteen from downtown in that range. So I think he makes five plus here, and I actually am looking up currently an alternative, maybe if he could make like six or seven to get some plus money um, for Klay Thompson.
0: I don't know what it is about Klay Thompson against the Rockets; like he always torches us. It's it's just been a theme for him throughout his career. Um, That playoff game. Yeah, the playoff game, I mean, regular yeah. season. I mean, you just mentioned it earlier this year where he dropped 41 on the Rockets and shot 77% from three. <laughs> and so, um, and again, we talked about the backcourt. is just not very good for the Houston Rockets defending, right? And um, look, when Clay Thompson, I don't think he had a good night last night shooting the ball either against the Rockets, sorry, against the Lakers. Um, let me see here. He was eight of 19, eight of four, nineteen, of, yeah, four yeah. of eleven from three point land. So, um, really not. I, and again, the volume is going to be there because over the last five games, uh, for the Warriors, uh, for Clay Thompson without Steph Curry in that lineup, he's getting up close to thirteen attempts per game from just the three point line. That's not from the floor. From the floor, he's getting about twenty-one attempts per game. So. Um. Yeah, I like it, man. You're not gonna get an argument for me about fading this Houston Rockets defense, moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no,
1: I, I feel like a broken record every time. I uh, I don't know what to do. I Giannis is hurt, so that's been my best yeah. bet all year. So I had to I had to go off the board here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, uh, for my best bet here tonight, I'm going to go to that game between the Miami Heat and the um, Milwaukee Bucks. Speaking of Giannis, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Drew Holiday here tonight to go over his assist mark, which is currently sitting at 7.5. And And this number is a little conservative to me. Uh, First of all, two matchups this season. I'm sorry, three matchups this season against the uh, Miami Heat. He's had 11 assists, 10 assists, one game where he only had two assists. But I think the one thing that really stuck out to me about Drew Holiday is that when Giannis is not in the lineup, Drew Holiday really has stepped up, especially this season. I'm kind of going through the game log here as far as his assists go. So, He's been in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games this season without Giannis in the lineup, and he's had eight or more assists in six of those seven games. Uh, against the, um, I'm sorry, without Giannis in the lineup. And again, those in two of those matchups were where he faced the Miami Heat, like I mentioned, where he had 11 assists and 10 assists. Chris Middleton is going to be playing this game here tonight. So that gives him another scoring option. But I think Drew Holiday will be able to pile up the assists here tonight. They do get Bobby Portis back tonight as well. Um, So I think that he'll be able to rack up the assists. So again, like you mentioned, the ladder, for um uh, clay thompson for his threes i think this is an opportunity if you want to ladder up uh assist for drew holiday here tonight at uh over seven and a half is at minus 120 but if you want to take this up to the, uh 10 plus for drew holiday that's currently sitting at plus 340 on on a book so definitely shop around there are some um better numbers at some books rather than others but i think drew holiday does get into eight assists tonight at minimum as my best bet for tonight here ryan
1: I like it because you, you touch on it. No Giannis, yes Drew Holiday has to pick up the scoring for Giannis, but he also has to pick up the assist and getting others involved because the the usage rate on Giannis is is off the charts. So somebody's got to fill in with that, and kind of you you don't have your point forward to initiate offense. Now you got to go back to your point guard. So Drew Holiday is going to have the ball majority of the game, making decisions either trying to score the basketball or get others involved. So I like this play as well because for if the Bucks have any chance at winning these games without Giannis, he's gotta Drew Holiday's gotta be a superman version of himself.
0: Yep, I 100 percent agree. So hopefully we can kick off this final stretch here, Ryan, with some winners for our listeners. Um, and that is going to be our best bet. So Ryan's going with uh, Clay Thompson over four and a half three-point shots made here tonight against the Houston Rockets. If we're gonna ladder that up and get some plus money. And I mean and I am going with Drew Holiday over Seven and a half assists here tonight against the Miami Heat as my best bet. And again, we had agreement on Julius Randle's rebounding prop here tonight over 10 and a half. That's at plus odds here tonight as well. So probably some winners here tonight, Ryan. Um, Anything else you want to mention, my man, before we get out of here?
1: No, it's uh, it's gonna be a fun last couple of months in the NBA. Uh, as soon as college basketball wraps up, that's really when I dive even more into the NBA, and I'll be active in that chat when you guys go live every day at eleven a.m.
0: Yeah, man, it's 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 crazy that right after March Madness is over. Uh, we have I think the final two weeks of the NBA and then again the most exciting time in the NBA the NBA playoffs kickoff at that time in April as well with the playing tournament and then obviously the NBA playoffs but again we'll be here throughout uh, the uh, rest of the NBA season giving out player props as well so definitely tune in um, and make sure to subscribe to the prop guest if you haven't already uh, right anything else uh, before we get out of here but
1: no, college basketball is right around the corner, like you said. March Madness, come check us out every single night around midnight. So if you want some late night comedy and winners and and pick every single game, uh, we're we're the place to do so.
0: Yeah, definitely check out Colby, Ryan, and the crew over at the College Basketball Experience uh, late night, like uh, Ryan mentioned. Uh, whether it's eleven o'clock Central Time, twelve p.m. on the or 12 a.m. I should say, on the East Coast. The guys break down the following day's college basketball games. And again, if you haven't tuned into the college basketball season right now, it's probably the best time to do so with conference tournaments kicking off. I think starting next week in uh, college basketball leading up to March Madness. All right, make sure to follow Ryan on Twitter at MoneylineMag. Sorry, Moneyline underscore Mag. Follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. We'll be back next week for more player props. Till then, good luck with your picks. Let's break these books off and let it ride.